Hey, Kirk. Hey, Greg. Yes, I do. All right, cool. Hey, today, with with breaking down the teams for our multi-year dynasty league, the Keeper League, uh, and today we're going to talk about Matt Bort's team. Matt Bortz was actually, he was the back-to-back champ to open up this league and then took a took a huge dive last year and ended up missing the playoffs. Uh, actually, just barely missed the playoffs. Uh, you know, he lost in the night last week. But, uh, hey, before we get into his team, uh, there's been some pretty fantasy-relevant news uh, happening lately. So let's talk about that a little bit. That sounds Sound wonderful. Good? I'm excited. Hey, so the first thing that ha- happened uh, – was C.J. Anderson, free agent, running back, signs a one-year deal with the Carolina Panthers. Uh, C.J. Anderson, you know, had some some thousand-yard seasons with the Denver Broncos. Uh, not a guy who typically carries the ball 275 times, maybe more like 220, but he goes to a team that loses Jonathan Stewart, who kind of filled that C.J. Anderson role for that team. Uh, you know, before he got there, they were looking like they only had Christian McCaffrey as their receiving back, you know, top 10 pick, but they also only had Cameron Artis Payne or Cameron Artis Payne to kind of fill the Jonathan Stewart role. So what do you think about that signing? And what does that mean for Christian McCaffrey's value who we had as a running back number yeah, one? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think McCaffrey's value is going to stay a lot, a lot the same. I don't think there's going to be a whole lot of change because the, he, his skill set's not going to be any different. He still doesn't be able, he's not going to be able to run up the, up the middle. So I think he's going to have uh, a good value out of the backfield and receiving and getting his touches. I just think CJ Anderson's going to become more valuable because he's going to be a run first, run second uh, kind of guy. So I think you're going to look for him to probably have uh, another close to 1,000 yard back season. <laughs> So you think he's more valuable on the Panthers than as a free agent? I mean, it's it's you know it's like you know he's a little bit valuable, and now he's a little bit more valuable. So yeah, yeah. See, so yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what. I actually kind of disagree a little bit. I think this does hurt McCaffrey. Um, like I said, I, I think they. You know, I I think this is going to cut into his carries or what that he would expected to have with sharing a backfield with only Cameron Artis Payne. I don't think, uh, you know, that the Panthers could put too much trust in Payne. But, uh, you know, so, again, I think he'll still be, you know, McCaffrey will still be fantasy relevant. I think he's still going to go maybe second, third round in drafts. He'd be a great, you know, you know, I don't know if this makes him slip from a low running back number one to a running back number two. But uh, I think I think there's a great signing for Carolina and C.J. Anderson. Um, you know, I think it does hurt McCaffrey. CJ Anderson is a guy that I would look, you know, maybe as your fourth running back or something like that on your fantasy team. And hopefully he can well, score some touchdowns and be relevant. Well, for you. I mean, where, where, where did Christian McCaffrey fall last year with the Jonathan Stewart? That was, that was that role. He, yeah. And that, and that's kind of my point. I, I think CJ Anderson is a, is a significant step okay. forward from Jonathan Stewart. Enough. So. That that's what I mean by that. I, I mean, yeah, no, you're you're right. I I don't think McCaffrey's targets will go up. I think he had like 100, and, you know, almost 115 targets last year. So that there's no expectation that his his play in the receiving game will go up. Where you looked for the increase was in the running game. 
I don't know that he takes that much of a step forward this year with C.J. Anderson there, but we'll yeah, see how it goes. It's a good one. All right. So the second really big uh, uh, piece of fantasy news just actually dropped today, and that is the fact that Mark Ingram, uh, running back for the New Orleans Saints, and a guy that we both had in the ranked in our top ten for running back rankings is suspended the first four games of the season for PEDs. Uh, he's also in the news for another reason, and that is after the suspension came, he told the Saints that he wants a new mm-hmm. contract. So that is, you know, uh, interesting timing for that. I don't know that he has as much leverage today that he did <laughs> yesterday, but uh, Mark Ingram well, suspended four games. What do you well, make of that? I, I, the, uh, in our next episode, uh, we're going to be talking about both of these players uh, and how they affect the next, uh, next uh, roster's team. Uh, but for now, you know, it, 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 I still think he's going to get traded. I believe I said that in one of the other episodes is I feel like he, this is the year that he is still relevant in the NFL and still a quality back that I think the saints based on years of my assumption that uh, the head coach does not like him that much. Uh, they, they will try to move him. They are going to move on from him. And that's my guess as to what's going to happen in the first four weeks of, of the season is, who's going to want Mark Ingram. So I think we should pay attention to that going forward. Yeah, I, uh, I'll tell you what, Mark Ingram's one of those guys when we kind of talked about it, uh, you know, with Jarek McKinnon uh, a couple episodes ago, how he's in a contract year. You do not expect him to be in New Orleans next year. So is he a guy that you, you maybe target some, you know, in a, in a keeper dynasty league in, in hopes that he is just has a backfield all by himself next year. Yeah. But you know, the other thing you got to look at is uh, Alvin Kamara is not somebody they're going to look to to give the ball 25 times a game, you know, the first four games. So there, there's already been rumors of maybe DeMarco Murray or somebody like that signing with New Orleans to kind of cover, you know, that, that uh, you know, first and second down role while Ingram is out. Um, you know, and, and if a player – performs well there yeah you know wouldn't be surprised if he's if he has traded you know being in the last year of his contract so that something to keep an eye on I, th- I think that's has huge fantasy implications uh you know i picked him as my most likely to you know bust for the top 10 guys so i mean it it, it looks like this show is just off to a really yeah. hot start and basically just call me nostradamus yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know it you always know it not surprised yeah not yeah, I told you. Told you so. Oh well, um, as always, we gotta we gotta thank the sponsors. Um, and uh, ours comes directly from the White House. Um, it's called the Donald Diet. Uh, you're gonna get a one month supply. Uh, it's a one time payment of 169 dollars plus shipping and handling. This meal plan will will give you is uh, 15 fillet of fish. Size KFC buckets, fifteen of the world's greatest steaks, Trump steaks, fifteen taco bowls, fifteen whoppers, um, fifteen pizzas from Pizza Hut, and fifteen meatloaf sandwiches made by Martha Stewart. And in order to keep up with Donald's diet of twelve diet cokes a day, it'll get you thirty cases that you're going to have to gulp down before uh, the end of the month. 
This is what he eats. I don't know if it's every day, but Lord Almighty, it seems like it. Um, when pressed, the president said, um, owning a great golf course gives you a gives you great power. I didn't understand what he meant by that, so I pressed him. I said, you know, Donald, what'd you need? What'd you mean by that? He said, Do you mind if I sit back a little? Because your breath is really bad. And then that was it. Thanks, Donald. Enjoy this food. Uh, don't forget code word fancy. What's that? Said, so don't forget your code oh, word fancy. Yes. Donald is the fanciest of them all. So when you mention fancy and you're not referring to him, you will get a discount. It'll be uh, 168 uh, plus shipping and handling. <laughs> Very good. All right. Hey, thanks for that, Kirk. Uh, all right. So you ready to talk about Matt? Yes, Morton? I am. Okay. Well, I'll I tell you what, you know, we, we talked about this. There is just a lot of players on this that, that he he could go a lot of different ways with this team. So let's just get right into it. His first player, uh, quarterback, a guy I ranked as uh, my preseason number one quarterback, that's Russell Wilson. Uh, in order to keep him, he would be $23. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about that? Would you keep him or um, feel? Looking at his roster, um, uh, yeah, I think I would keep him. I mean, uh, he, he's that. I think he's that good. He's a difference maker um, on the roster. Yeah. I would, I would want to keep him. Yeah, it's funny. My initial gut was to say yeah. cut him because that's too much to spend on a quarterback. But then I looked at my roster and said, well, I'm willing to 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 keep Tom Brady for twenty one dollars. So I obviously think Wilson will be better. You know, the other thing I look at, and I guess we could just talk about him now is. The only two other quarterbacks on his team are Philip Rivers for seven dollars and Jared yeah. Goff for six. So I think what I would do is either keep Wilson and drop those other two, or I would just keep the other two quarterbacks for thirteen total dollars and yeah. drop Wilson. It's tough. I mean, if or I mean, the only one that would I think would be worth keeping is is Goff for six. But again, that's twenty nine dollars into two quarterbacks. Yeah. yeah, that that's that presents an issue. I think I think I think Matt's yeah, I, gonna keep Jared Goff. That's my okay with yeah, Russell. So that that'll be interesting to see. Okay, all right, that's interesting to see. Uh, you know, the next player is one we we've talked about in length, and that's Amari Cooper. Uh, he would be twenty one dollars to keep, which you know on the surface looks like a great price for him. Uh, huge bust yeah. last year. Um, you know, it seems like Gruden wants to force the ball to him. Uh, you know, they get rid of Michael Crabtree, who's kind of been the de facto number one the last last couple of years. So Mari Cooper, twenty one dollars. I say keep just because of the potential, uh, you know, year four of this league. You, you got to take a stab and hope for some. There's got to be some some guys you can hope you can get a boom out of. And he's one of them. Yeah. Well, here's here's the, you know, controversy is you have him and then you have Allen Robinson. And who do we expect to have a better year at that twenty dollar range? And. Um, uh, that's where I think it's, it's, I think it may be one or the other. Um, it's hard to keep both. Um, but yeah, yeah so I, I, gosh, that's a big question mark for me. I, I my instinct is well, to drop him, but you stay keep him. Yeah, I, I think, I know for some reason you think Jordy Nelson's a number nine Correct. overall receiver yeah. on that. And so he's going to be the number one on that team. I, I don't know that you'll find many people who agree if, with you on that if i'm nothing else um, i'm consistent <laughs> yeah you're sticking to your yeah. guns even though well, you may think that's a ridiculous yeah. prediction yeah 
Okay. Hey, moving on. This next one also kind of interesting. Uh, Corey Davis, wide receiver. He was a top 10 pick for the Tennessee Titans last year. Uh, he drafted him for $4. Uh, he had an injury plague season. Looked pretty good in some spots. Looked to be like their, their number one, their only fantasy relevant receiver. Uh, you know, I, I think, uh, you know, he's got him and, you know, a bunch of other receivers. I, I think this one also could go either way. I would lean towards keeping him again, just based off potential number, number 10 overall, you know, NFL draft pick. So you've got that potential mm-hmm. there. I think he may be somebody he keeps. Mm. Yeah. That, that's going to be a tough one. I, I, I was actually instinctively leaning towards drop, but because he's a rookie, that may be why he keeps him for a year. Yeah. So, yeah, I think keeping would be probably be the smart thing to do. Okay, uh, Devonta Freeman. Uh, I had, I think he was our consensus number thirteen yeah. running back yeah. ranked overall. Uh, Twenty dollars, not a bad price for him. Even though I think he has dropped off, uh, he hasn't produced uh, last year. He did not produce like he has in the years prior. But I think you got to keep him for yeah. twenty dollars. Plus, I think when you look at his roster, he's really the he is the only running back that may be uh, keepable. I, I, I 100% so. agree. He's 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 definitely going to have a better year, I think, this year than last year. Um, I think he was some injury prone or injuries that caused him to be a little banged up. But um, so I think he's definitely worth the 20 bucks. OK, great. Uh, next player, I think, is an easy one. So Juju Smith-Schuster, he, he got off the waiver wire. So he can be either zero or dollars next year. Um, hey. So are we going to have two players in a row that we just agree on uh, for his team? Because we didn't get off to a hot Say start that again. There. What was that? Are, are we, we going to agree on two players yeah. in a row that, that he's a definite Absolutely. Yeah. He's, he's very, Obvi- very obviously. Capable. Okay. Yeah, I don't think we need to say much more about him. Jordan Reed uh, for $17. I think this goes into the too expensive category for a guy with so many question marks, especially when – uh, Matt Bortz, I think he, he's going to need some, some money, uh, you know, to address some other holes on his team. You know, I, I would like to have Jordan Reed on, on a lot of my teams, but not for, not for that. I agree. Capital. Not worth 17 when you're going to play him probably half the year. Yep. Okay. Uh, another receiver, we've already kind of talked about him or you mentioned him when talking about Amari Cooper and that's Allen Robinson. I, I, you know, again, I think I double down and I keep both of those two. Uh, $19 for a number one receiver on, on an offense that I think is going to be much better. Lots of question marks, though, Mitchell Trubisky being the biggest one. But I think we've seen what he can do. And $19, uh, I think that's a that's a heck of a uh, heck of a yeah. keep there. It, you know, if he's somebody – if he's waffling on him, then I, I would offer trade offers for Allen Robinson yes, right now. Yes, 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 yes. As I'm looking at it, I am in the same boat with you. I would be looking at him hardcore. Okay. All right, moving on. Marshawn Lynch, $25. Uh, too expensive. You know, they've got Doug Martin there. I think Lynch is just – he's he's kind of hitting that running back wall, and I think you're going to see some – some drop off there and a lot more sharing carries, which, uh, you know, is never good. Uh, or at least we've been told. So, um, I, I would lean towards, I still don't, I still don't know why he spent that much money on him last year. I mean, he was, must've been expecting, you know, like 15 touchdowns or something like that. Cause that was way too much last right. year. 
Uh, so yeah, he's he'd never make it this far in my my roster, so he'd be dropped. Okay, so here this is really the biggest player to talk about on this team because uh, it could totally change the dynamic of his or it will totally change the dynamic of his draft, and that's Odell Beckham Jr. He would be sixty dollars to keep. Uh, Matt Bortz ha- has had him in every year in the league, but interestingly enough, last year he dropped him and then redrafted him for less money. I think I think he saved maybe two bucks, which hey, that's still saving yeah. money. Uh, but but really, what you're looking at here, uh, the way I've I've kind of done the the calculations for his team is he's either going to be a team that's hovering right around ninety to one hundred and five dollars if he were to drop Odell Beckham, or he's going to be in the $150 to $160 range, which takes him out of the running for, for most players in the draft. So right now with what we've seen, would you keep Beckham? Well, I would use him. It, it, I mean, I don't know what's going on in Matt's mind, um, but I, I like what you did last year by trading away your best player to a team – um, to get something out of him, knowing that you were going to drop him. So I guess if he's going to keep him, he's just going to have to suck it up and drop these other guys um, and clear the yeah. space. Otherwise, I would, if he's not going to keep him, I would move him as 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 best as I can and get as much as I can out of him. Um, I, I my instinct is to drop him if I'm on this team because I like to be active in the in the redraft. But I don't know if that's going to work with looking at the rest of his team it would be nice to have odell beckham uh juju and robinson or uh juju robinson beckham and amari cooper depending upon how he he looks at it because juju's costing them nothing so you know that's a way of spreading the cost so even having those four receivers that would look much better going into the season and then you can just pick up a running back or two here or there and, and fill out your roster but uh, yeah, that's that's tough. I can't I can't make a determination what he's going to do. So, so yeah, so just just to recap, last year I traded Antonio Brown and CJ Procise to uh, to Tom for Pierre Garcon, which on the surface may seem ridiculous, but Antonio Brown was going to cost seventy dollars. I had no way of keeping him, no intentions of keeping him, and Pierre Garcon was six dollars. So it was a strictly a budget move, and I felt great about getting a number one receiver. I agree with you. I would try to shop him. Um, you know, we, we've already talked about four receivers that he could possibly keep and Cooper, Davis, Juju, and Robinson. I have two more after here that are possible keeps too. So if you if you possibly have six receivers that you can keep on your team, you don't need a, six, a seventh $60 guy. Uh, that That is tough though. So we'll, we'll see what he does there. Uh, CJ Fedorowicz, uh, definite yeah. drop. Okay. Uh, here's one of the guys I think is a potential keep, and that's Devin Funches for $8. Uh, not a sexy player, but he is a number one on his team. Uh, they did draft a, a receiver uh, in the second round, but um, I don't know how you feel about that. Again, I think that this is one that if you keep if you keep Beckham, you drop a guy like Funches. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you can either go cheap and, and get, a, get a bunch of receivers and, and, and fill out your roster and use the 60 bucks for for a running back, let's just say. Um, or yeah, you drop some of these lesser guys just to save the space. So yeah, I'm with you on that. I'm thinking, I'm thinking he's, he's not going to have Odell Beckham. So Funches in my mind would be a keepable 
entity. Okay. All right. Uh, next guy is another one that's potentially keepable. That's Robbie Anderson. Uh, you know, obviously he's got off off the field issues that are that are looming. I don't know if there's a potential suspension there. I think that would be the biggest thing. You know, obviously if he's suspended or any jail time or or anything like that, he's he's going to be dropped. Uh, but if if Josh McCown is starting the year and Robbie Anderson is playing six bucks for Robbie. I mean, I, I think I think that's somebody you could again if you drop Beckham. I would. It's keep funny. Him. I I just I I would I instinctively just want to drop that guy. I just did not think he. Uh, I did not. I did for some reason. I don't. I maybe it's because his name and that off-field stuff. But I I don't think I would keep him around at all, even for six bucks. Start clearing space. So what do you mean by his name? Uh, but just you know, his, not his name literally, but the because the fact that he, <laughs> the, he's just, just not, not he's not a very he's if not his a name was guy that you're going to be drafting. I mean, no one no one really cared for him last year. Clearly, he got him for a buck, um, and he was the number one receiver. So, I for some reason, I just don't have any desire to keep him. I think I could find a a better receiver for six bucks somewhere else. Is it so? If his name was Equinemius St. Brown, yeah. like the drafted receiver, would you feel better no, about no, him? No, no, it, it's. Uh, I meant just, just, uh, just he was. Uh, he just wasn't a guy that I was looking at to draft, and and clearly nobody else okay. was. And well, he was. He was the uh, in points per game. He was number twenty three receiver, so that's a wide receiver number two overall. He did play sixteen games, so overall he was the number eighteen receiver right. last year. Um, had, had a really good stretch kind of in this, you know, the, the, the last third of the season. So, yeah, we'll yeah. see. Uh, next, moving on, Duke Johnson. He would be $9. He is a, I think, a true question mark. If you're looking at Devontae Freeman being your only running back, this, again, this is a full PPR league, so Duke Johnson is fantasy relevant. Uh, I think his role is uncertain. I know they're going to use him in the same yeah. fashion, but but with the addition of – you know, when it was just the addition of Carlos Hyde, that's not a big deal at all. But when you add Carlos Hyde and Nick Chubb, that may start uh, digging into to snaps. And then also, I think a bigger thing is the addition of Jarvis yeah. Landry. Jarvis Landry, I think, uh, cuts into Duke Johnson's role more than the, the actual running backs do. So, $9, I may try and drop him and get him back for cheaper. Yeah, yeah, I would, I would, want, him, I would want him on my team because I think out of, out of those uh, three running backs, he's – he's the most dynamic one. He's the one that's going to have uh, the most impact every time he touches the ball. So I would try to get him cheaper. I mean, I put him down as a keeper, but I'm with you on that is drop him with the intention of bidding on him cheaper. Okay. All right, good. Hey, we got some easy ones here. John Brown, $14 uh, signed with the Ravens in the off season. He's an obvious drop. Any issues nope, with that? I don't have any issues. I agree. Okay, Frank Gore, eleven dollars. Uh, maybe more of a question here, but I, I think to me it, it would be an obvious drop. But you know, he he just he's a guy who you always kind of count out, but then he just he just hangs around. So, but I would drop. Yeah, him for I 11. guess uh, I would I, I would hold out a little hope uh, because he's on a new team, and you know, heaven forbid anything happens to those players. But you know, when they're when when it's cut time. He still may be he may be the best running back in Miami, and they may say we're going to go with him for the beginning part of the year. So it's possible that he's worth keeping for eleven bucks at that time. But I would say instinctively to drop him. 
the next two players are the two quarterbacks we already talked about, Rivers and Goff. Like I said, I would either I would either keep Wilson or keep these two. Uh, but you know, like you said, you think he may keep Wilson and yeah. Goff. So either way, um, you know, it, it'd be interesting to yep. see what he does. I'm interested. Very interested. All right, last player, Jonathan Stewart, signs with the Giants in the offseason. $16, he's an obvious Why? Player. Oh, that's right. They drafted a quarter or running back. That's right. Because they have, they also still have – Oh, Perkins yeah. There, and so. is Wayne Gallman there or is he – Wayne Wayne Gallman, Jonathan Stewart, and Peter, Peter Parker are all wow. going to be battling. For the top so, spot. For, all right. They'll, they'll be carrying Saquon's jockstrap. So I'll tell you what, like, I I don't even want to, you know, tally up who we said are going to be keepers or not, because I think we were all over the place. Really, I think the the important thing you need to know for this team, Matt Bortz is either either going to be hovering around $100 without Odell Beckham, or he's going to be about $150 with Odell Beckham. And I I think that's, that's the big question mark there. I mean, it's, uh, this is probably one of the more mysterious teams, but uh, you know, he's, he's had some surprising drops in the past. Yeah. So we'll see, we'll see what he does moving forward. See if he can get back into the championship realm like he did the first two years. So. He could just have a, a clean sweep and just say, forget everybody. And let's just, you know, try to, let's just ride off of Juju and go from there. There you go, man. All right. Hey, good talking to you. Yeah, you too. It's been fun. All right. All right. Maybe in a few minutes. Yep. Sure. (laughs) All right. See ya.